This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Dubai. More specifically, we're visiting the Expo Dubai 2020 and have been staying on site for a few days. This is the World's Fair featuring pavilions from 192 countries. We've been wandering from country to country for several days now, and it is fantastic, but it is also exhausting. We have truly enjoyed our time exploring these exhibits. The wealthy countries have amazing displays, which are basically buildings wrapped around super sophisticated display screens. The images, the special effects, the interactivity, they bring these countries to life. The technology allows you to get a real feel for these countries. The less affluent countries are present at the expo as well. They have more modest displays in smaller spaces, but those smaller exhibits have given us an opportunity to meet some of the folks from those countries, and that has been a terrific experience as well. World Expos are held every few years around the world, and I encourage you to give it a try if you ever have the opportunity. This is a great experience. It's time for your tech tip, going paperless. We did it in our law firm back in 1994. That's 28 years ago, if you're not very good at math. It took me a while to do that calculation. And going paperless then, it was challenging, but today it's easy. I'm paperless as we travel. We get a shocking amount of paper, mostly in the form of receipts, and I often need to submit those to the business for reimbursement. Sometimes we get medical bills that I need to submit to the insurance company. We had a number of those from my wife's physical therapy in Thailand. And for you, if you're considering going paperless, you can go complex and sophisticated and use high-volume scanners, feeding images into a document management product like ShareFile or one of their competitors. Or alternatively, you can go simple and small using your iPhone with a scanning app. Apple Notes has one built right in, and you can store those images in a file storage system like OneDrive included with Office 365 or Google Drive included with their suite as well. I keep it simple for myself. I use my iPhone with an app called Scanner Pro. I can scan a dozen documents in 60 seconds. The images are then uploaded instantly for me to Dropbox and I label the files and stick them into the appropriate folders later when I'm sitting in front of my MacBook. Going paperless does not have to be complicated. In fact, using an open system approach like I do with my images stored as PDFs in a simple folder system makes it really easy for me to change things up as necessary. I can migrate from one system to another without any trouble at all. Once you invest in a more sophisticated or complicated system, you start to find yourself locked in and switching from one product to another becomes a bit of an ordeal. But a more sophisticated system offers you the opportunity for better organizing and indexing and searching. So you get more if you spend more, but you're spending more to get it. Going paperless is pretty simple today. The pandemic and working from home drove lots of lawyers in the direction of being paperless. And if you're not 
not paperless yet, then it's probably beyond time for you to make that shift. Like I said, my law firm did it 28 years ago. I think it's about time for you. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. When we think about hiring our first employee, that first hire, that can be a source of great anxiety. What kind of role should we fill? Should we be looking for a paralegal, an administrative assistant, an associate, a marketing assistant, or something else? And then once we resolve the idea of which role we want to fill, we start to get bogged down in the question of what type of person to hire. Should we hire someone with years of experience or someone fresh out of school? Should we hire someone young or old? Or are we even allowed to consider whether they're young or old? This gets complicated. Should we hire someone with a particular set of skills or type of experience? Should we hire someone with a degree or no degree? The list of things that we worry about is endless, and the anxiety level surrounding hiring our first person, it gets pretty high. Well, my advice for you today is this. Don't worry about it. The person that you hire, they're not likely to work out regardless of who you hire or what type of person they are. The person you pick for the role that you decide to fill is probably out of a job before they even start working for you because they work for you. And the reality is you don't yet know how to manage an employee. The odds of this person working out are slim because their manager, you, you don't know how to manage. Now, they say that you should set people up for success, but that's going to be tough for you to do when the manager doesn't know how to manage. So my advice for you today is don't stress too much about who you hire or what role you fill or any of that, because the reality is that it's not going to work out anyway. You're going to be hiring someone new for this role before long. So just don't put too much energy into worrying about getting it right. Now, knowing that things aren't going to work out with this first employee, isn't there something you can do? Can't you head this off at the pass so that the new employee doesn't have to go through getting fired or quitting? Well, probably not. Some lessons are like the fingers on the hot stove. You simply have to get burned to learn what it is that you need to know. And management is kind of like that. Yes, there are systems that you can use to make management go better. I'm a big fan of daily meetings and weekly one-on-one discussions. But some of what goes on in the employer-employee relationship just has to be felt like burning your fingers on the stove. We screw this up by being too close to our employees or by being too distant. We screw it up by micromanaging or by failing to manage. We give too much feedback or too little feedback, or we simply deliver the feedback wrong. Management is scientific, but it's also artistic, and there's a steep learning curve, and you're going to blow it the first time, and you'll be distressed when it goes badly because hiring is serious business, and your employee is depending on you, and you want to do the right thing, but 
you're going to do it wrong. That's just the nature of the game. And yes, it'll be your fault. But you simply can't be good at everything the first time around. And dealing with humans is especially complicated. You'll get better at it and you'll be able to help lots of other folks get jobs and keep jobs with your law firm once you grow into the role. But that first employee, they're not going to work out particularly well. So if you're going to hire someone, just do it. You need to move forward so that you can gain the experience you need with managing people so that you can do it right the second time and the third time and the fourth time and all of those additional times that you do it. That is your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Expo 2020 in Dubai, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there. I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.